So let's review. In the previous daf, we learned the machleik is of Rebbe and the Chachamim regarding Maimer after Chalitza. The Chachamim hold that Maimer after Chalitza is always effective and therefore requires a get. Rebbe says that it depends. Im l'shem ishes, get. If the Yavim intended to give a standard Kedushin, then it is effective and the Yavim needs a get because Kedushin tafes in Mechiv However, Kitchel Hashem Yivamas ain't Tzricha Menaget. If he intended to give Kedushin as part of Yibum, it's not effective. And the Yavama does not need a get. I think Mark gave several explanations. The last shot in the previous stop was that of Rava, who stated that the Machlekes is referring to a case, the Ambalohizkachali Bezikis Yavman. The Yavim said, You should become a Kedusha to me through the Zika of Yibum. And the Machlekes is whether we say Yesh Zika. Now the Gemara continues with several additional explanations. Rav Shirav Yomar, Bachalitza Kesheira, Ida Amar lo hiskachili bezikis yavmin, Kula Amar lo pligi dole mahani. Rav Shirav says that they all agree yesh zika. Therefore, after a vowed chalitza, which removes the zika, a subsequent mimer would not be effective. Vahacha bachalitza psula kemifugi, their machlekis refers to a case in which yavim gave a get and subsequently performed chalitza, followed by mimer. Marasa bachalitza psula inabaytaras. The Rabbana hold that an invalid chalitza does not remove the zika entirely, and therefore a maimer can be effective. Marasava chalitza psula baiteras. Rebbe holds that an invalid chalitza does remove the zika entirely, and therefore a maimer cannot be effective. Ravashi Amar, the Kuleyama chalitza psula ena baiteras. Ravashi says that they all agree that an invalid chalitza does not remove the zika entirely. Vahacha biyesh tenai bechalitza kamifugi. The Machlekes refers to a case in which the Yavim imposed a stipulation on the Chalitza, that the Chalitza shall be effective only after he is paid a sum of money. The Rabbana hold that one can attach stipulations to Chalitza. Therefore, since the stipulation prevents the Chalitza from taking effect, the Zika remains, and the Maimra can be effective. Rabbi holds that one cannot attach stipulations to Chalitza, Therefore, the chalitza takes effect, and the zika is removed, and the maimer cannot be effective. Ravina Amar, the kulama yesh b'chalitza. Ravina says that they all agree that a valid stipulation can be attached to chalitza. The machlekes refers to a case in which the yavim did not express both sides of the stipulation. For example, he did not state that if the money is not paid, the chalitza is void. Mar savar hold that we do not require tznai kafel, and this stipulation is valid and prevents the chalitza from taking effect. Therefore, since the zika remains, a maimer can be effective. Mar savar Rebbe holds that we do require tznai kafel, and the stipulation is not valid and does not prevent the chalitza from taking effect. Therefore, since the zika was removed, a maimer cannot be effective. The Gemara concludes the parak by mentioning the end of the Mishnah, which presented the argument between the Tanakhama and Reb Nechemia. The Tanakhama says, "Ein achar chalitza klum, bein mitchila, bein beemtza, bein mesayif." There is no further action required after chalitza, and there is no difference whether the chalitza was the first, second, or last action performed. However, vabeila bezmanchi betchila ein achar klum. In the case of bia, only when it came first is there no further action required. However, if Bia was the second or latter action performed, there are requirements for Chalitza and the Get. Reb Nechemia disagrees and says, Bia is comparable to Chalitza 
and that there is no difference whether the Biyah was the first, second, or latter action performed. In all events, there is no further action required. The Gemara mentions a third opinion in this Machlekes. Abba Yezi Ben-Hanan says, Achas be'ilav achas chalitza, be'en chalitza have the same halacha, be'tzchila in achreklom, when they were the first actions performed, there are no further actions required. Be'emtzor b'saif yesh achreklom. However, if they were only the second or latter action performed, then further actions are required. And the Gemara explains the reasons for these opinions. The Tanakh Amma holds that yesh achar b'yaklom, because with Bia, there is a gezerah that one might perform Bia after either a Yibm or Chalitza. Chalitza, like Lamegzer, like Gezerina. However, with Chalitza, we have no reason to impose a gezerah. Rechemia disagrees and says, Bia nami like Lamegzer. Even regarding Bia, we have no reason to impose a gezerah. As for the reason given that one might come to perform Bia following a Chalitza, since Chalitza is a Torah commandment, everyone is aware that Chalitza is final. As for the reason given that one might perform Bia following a Bia, since Bia is a Torah commandment, everyone is aware that Bia is final. The third opinion of Abba Yesi ben Chanan, agrees with the Rabban who imposed Gzeir with Bia, because the chalitza mishon bia, and the adzik zeret to chalitza as well, since one might assume that this ruling also applies to bia. Hanalach Rabbi Gamliel, we have a Baruch Hashem completed the fifth parak of Mesechtzivamis, and we'll begin the sixth parak Habal Yevinter Bez Hashem. Zok the Mishnah, Habal Yevinter. The mitzvah of Yibam is fulfilled when the Yavam performs bia with the Yavama, regardless whether Bein Mishaygig the Yavam mistakenly assumed that she was his wife, not the Yavama. Bein Mezid. The Yavim performed the Bia with improper intentions. Bein Be'oynis, the Yavim was coerced to perform the Bia. Bein Be'ratzin, the Yavim performed the Bia with the proper intentions. Afelo hu shaygig v'himezidah, hu mezid v'hishagegis, hu anus v'hiloyanusa, hiyanusa v'huloyanus, regardless whether the above descriptions apply to the Yavim or the Yavama. The Mishnah continues, There is no difference whether Echad Hama'ara, the Yavim performed a partial Bia, or he performed a complete bia. Kana. There's no difference of what type of a bia. In all instances, the Yavam acquires the Yavama. This is also in case of Issa Erva, or a woman who is unfit for marriage, such as a widow to a Kain Gadol, or a woman who is divorced or received Chalitza to a Kain Hedjit, Mamzeres Nesinul Yisrael. A woman who is a mamzeris or from the Nesinim to a legitimate Jew, Bas Yisrael a mamzel nasan, a Jewish woman to a mamzel or a nasan, Pasla, V'lechili ben Bilabia. In all these instances, the woman becomes disqualified from Kohuna because there are no differences between these Bias. Thigmar begins with the case of Bain Ba'inis, in which the Yavim was coerced to perform Yibim, and questions what were the circumstances of the coercion. The Mishnah cannot be speaking of a case where a Gentile coerced the Yavim to, to perform Bia. Because Rava said that, that there is no coercion in the act of Bia, since it is all dependent on his own mindset. It can also not be speaking of where the Yavim was asleep during Bia. Because Rabbi Huda says 
that there is no fulfillment of even while he is asleep. As Rashi explains, the Yashan Lav Bardas he lacks awareness. Ella Benitka. It can also not be speaking of where following preparation for Bia with his wife, he fell off the roof and unintentionally did Bia with the Yavama. Because Rabbi says that in just such a case, he is responsible for four types of damage, but does not fulfill Yibul. Therefore, the Mishnah must be referring to a case where the Yavim was preparing for Bia with his wife, and the Yavama coerced him to perform Bia with her.